When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies, like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. QAnon is the world's largest online political conspiracy movement. Followers believe someone codenamed Q is providing them with secret information from inside the White House. No one really knows the real identity of Q though. We aim to change that. I'm Jake Hanrahan and this is Q Clearance podcast series aimed at unmasking the true identity of Q. This is brought to you by iHeartRadio and Coup d'etat Media. In this episode, episode three, which is a bit of a two-parter, we're going to be looking at QAnon's initial birth on 4chan and how things began to change once he moved to 8chan. gonna have to go back and forth a little bit for this to all make sense but trust me on this it will set up the much needed groundwork for later episodes and revelations so let's go back again to october 2017 remember that's when q posted his first ever drop on 4chan along with the one saying hillary clinton would soon be arrested which we've already mentioned in previous episodes there was this bit of information quote HRC extradition already in motion effective yesterday with several countries in case of cross-border run. Passport approved to be flagged effective 10-30 at 12.01am. Expect massive riots organised in defiance and other fleeing the US to occur. USMs will conduct the operation while NG activated. Proof check. Locate an NG member and ask if activated for duty 10-30 across most major cities. 
end quote. Another one of the first drops attributed to Q reads, quote, POTUS will not go on TV to address the nation. And POTUS knew removing criminal rogue elements as a first step was essential to free and pass legislation. End quote. Now, before we dive into why QAnon migrated to 8chan after those initial posts got traction, I just want to skip forward a minute to look at a recent Q drop. The content isn't exactly important, but let's just compare the original Q drops I just read to this one that was published this month on October 7th. Q, quote, Do you remember when the media had wall-to-wall, live-in-fear, coverage, re-NK? Do you remember when Hawaii accidentally sounded the incoming missile alarm? What happened? NK no longer a nuclear threat? Mountain collapse? China seeking NK commitment to fire short? Long range ballistic missiles pre election. Q. End quote. Now, maybe I'm just not enlightened enough to understand what Q is talking about fully here, but one thing I think is obvious is the change of writing style. In the first drops, Q was on point, certain of what was about to happen. As you heard, he made failed predictions with dates, times, everything. Now he spews these vague do it yourself jigsaw statements that often have no relevance to what's actually going on week to week. QAnon has been growing and growing now for three years, so it's of course possible that he just eased into his position, got comfortable, refined his language. It's also quite possible though that someone else took over and changed the writing style. Anyway, keep that in your mind as we go forward. So QAnon posts originally sprung up in a thread on one of 4chan's political boards known as Poll, or the Politically Incorrect Board, which is overwhelmingly populated with neo-Nazis, white nationalists and various other stripes of fascist ideology. To read Poll, frankly, is to rot your brain, so naturally, that's where the first Q post appeared as replies in a thread titled Mueller Investigation. That thread was basically a comment on how US right-wing news pundits were smiling about the Mueller investigation rather than looking worried. The reaction from poll users to the Q post back then was at first a collective sigh, a sort of, oh no, not this shit again. That's because the essence of what QAnon does is actually nothing new. It's just the most successful version of a genre of bullshit internet hoaxes known as Insider Anon. Travis View of the QAnon Anonymous podcast explains this. What's really interesting about QAnon is that this is part of a kind of tradition or a, a kind of a genre of posts within the within 4chan. I mean, they're called it's called these insider anons, and very uh, frequently someone would show up to the poll board on 4chan or wherever, and they would claim to be someone who's deep inside the government. They would, uh, a, you know, one example as uh, before QAnon is that there was someone called uh, Mega Anon who claimed to have insider information about mega upload and its owner kim.com or there was uh there in 2016 there was one called fbi anon who claimed to have information about uh hillary clinton supposedly they claim baselessly that they have some kind of insider information it's just something that happens frequently what makes QAnon unique is that it's the first one that kind of like burst out of the chans and into wider social networks and and is even sort of referenced by the president 
As QAnon began to grow on 4chan, topics spread rapidly across Poll. They didn't have their own board to post on, so they swam in the same stream as the neo-fascists. It's correct that QAnon initially gained a following on 4chan, but as we know, it later began to spill over into the world outside of the internet. People started attending pro-Trump rallies with QAnon placards and QAnon t-shirts. Facebook and YouTube were both flooded with Q content. And one Florida SWAT officer was even seen with a Q patch attached to his chest rig when meeting with the Vice President Mike Pence. Q didn't remain simply the newest strain of a 4chan insider anon for long. In fact, they were only on 4chan for about two months in 2017 before they had to find a new place to nest. Now, despite this idea often touted in the media that there are no rules on 4chan, there actually are. That's not to say 4chan is a good place that's well regulated or anything like that, but there are some rules. Raiding other groups or websites, for example, is prohibited. QAnon's constant pile-on of anyone against their movement effectively broke this rule for some of the 4chan moderators. Frederick Brennan, the founder of 8chan, claims that the QAnons were booted from 4chan. 4chan is explicitly anti-Q. The reason they had to leave 4chan because it became a real-world movement. They got kicked off, you know? Um, Hiroyuki Nishimura, owner of 4chan, is not running a super PAC called Disarm the Deep State PAC. You know, um, he, he has done everything to try to get rid of Q, you know, that he is in his power. Yes, okay, it did start on 4chan, but 4chan did everything to get rid of it. Like, they've done a better job than Facebook and Twitter, you know, to get rid of Q on their platform. Q is basically a non-entity on their platform today, so. The only time I found QAnon mentioned recently on 4chan when doing research for this episode was when people derided the movement or accused someone of being a QAnon follower if their posts reflected that. So effectively, yeah, QAnon is still a no-go topic on 4chan. Now, the QAnons generally refute that they were kicked off of 4chan. They say they left after the password for the Q account on 4chan was cracked and people began posting all sorts of nonsense and jokes under the QAnon moniker. Q announced that 4chan was compromised and so they surfed around for a new home. That's when they found Frederick Brennan's 8chan in late 2017. A board much easier to customize. Let's say you're a 4chan user and a topic comes up on 4chan and you all want to go discuss it, right? You have to use one of the existing boards that are there. Like Q, for example. They had to use the politics board because there's no way for them to get their own board. But 8chan, in the beginning at least, you know, was self-service. You put in the name of the board you want you put in a username, a password, an email, and it's entirely kind of self-service. I don't need to do anything. Uh, you can just get set up by yourself. Some of you might be sitting there thinking, well, fuck this guy, he allowed QAnon on his platform. Well, like I said, he didn't exactly open the door to them. It was already open. Anyone could join 8chan and create a board. You didn't need to ask permission, you already had it. QAnons had permission to be there by the default of the ethos of the way the site was run. I think it's fair to mention here again as well that Frederick Brennan did everything he could to get 8chan shut down and raise awareness about hoaxes like QAnon after he'd quit 
when his creation became a kind of Frankenstein's monster of what it was intended to be. It was never a nice place to be, but it wasn't intended to be this springboard for deep, deep internet hoaxes like QAnon. Some people find Brennan to be riding on an angry vendetta against the Watkins family, the people who fucked him over and became the new owners of 8chan, which we will get to in another episode. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play the wait is almost over get ready for the 2024 nfl season as the full schedule is announced every rivalry every rematch every rookie debut every game revealed the 2024 nfl schedule release presented by verizon coming in may live on nfl network espn2 and streaming on nfl plus terms and conditions apply to nfl plus visit nfl.com schedule release to learn more good sleep should come naturally and with the new natural hybrid mattress it can a collaboration between award-winning mattress brand lisa and home design favorite west elm the natural hybrid is the culmination of these two companies shared values premium materials meticulous craftsmanship and sustainable practices made with natural latex responsibly sourced natural wool and environmentally safe foams the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary in your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I've had people tell me Brennan's stance against it all is disingenuous for that reason. I mention this for transparency's sake so you can make your own mind up, but for what it's worth, I disagree with the people who say that. I believe what Brennan is saying, and in all the correspondence I've had with him, he's been very straightforward about what he does and doesn't know. So, on Brennan's 8chan, QAnon really began to make its nest. They were able to have their own board, which was created by a man named Paul Ferber. There's an excellent Reply All podcast episode mostly about this guy that you should definitely check out. 
He has refused to speak to us as he did with them, but we're going to go into his role within QAnon anyway. So who is Paul Ferber? Well, on his Twitter account, where he has more than 25,000 followers, he claims to be a journalist, a programmer, an artist, a musician, a pilot, a teacher, a luthier, a biker, a Christian, and a medicine seller, whatever that means. What Ferber actually is, is a hardcore conspiracy theorist from South Africa that spreads some of the most far-fetched bullshit you've ever seen on the internet. Recently, for example, he was theorizing on Twitter that Joe Biden had been replaced with a body double or a clone. This guy is either insane, grifting, or a mix of the two. Personally, I think it's the latter. Paul Ferber also states in his bio on Twitter that he was the owner of the CBTS board. CBTS stands for Calm Before the Storm, one of QAnon's many slogans. The CBTS board was the one created by Ferber on the 8chan board when QAnon's migrated after being booted or leaving 4chan. The exclusive reason for CBTS to even exist was for all things QAnon. Soon, Q posted on 4chan saying that he's migrating to 8chan. Q started posting there on Ferber's board where they wouldn't all get chased out by the mods like they did on 4chan. Now remember I spoke about the trip codes. The trip code from 4chan was the same on 8chan. The trip code is what identifies the anonymous user. The trip codes do change. They do get cracked. We'll speak about that later on. But at this point, people were happy to believe that Q had moved from 4chan onto 8chan. I spoke to Frank Brennan about Paul Ferber's role within QAnon at this point. There are a lot of reasons to believe that Paul was one of the people originally posting his Q, for sure, because he has that same kind of writing style and that same kind of vivid imagination. So in the very beginning, when there was no trip code, it was probably passed between a few different people. It's really hard to say mm. how many people it was passed between. I I definitely think that he was always very involved in, in Q. Yeah, I mean, he definitely wanted to become famous off of Q. And in some ways, he did. For a while, Ferber became a sort of unofficial spokesman for the QAnon movement. He was Q's biggest advocate at the time. He'd go on to Infowars to talk about the elusive QAnon plan. He'd spend all day trying to red pill anyone he could about Q. And he was eventually looked to by many in the community as Q's right-hand man. After all, Ferber was the owner of the office where Q came to work, the CBTS board on 8chan. Ferber was also the guy who would verify that Q was in fact Q via the trip codes. I think that Paul Ferber was involved with Q from the start on 4chan, or at the very least he took control of Q as it migrated from 4chan to 8chan. He began posting his Q spreading the same conspiracy theories he'd been screaming into the ether online for years. Ferber was wrapped up into the centre of the movement as it thrived on 8chan, and as Frederick Brennan just said, it kind of made him famous at least within this strange conspiracy internet bubble. Ferber was completely and utterly on board with QAnon until, he says, the account was hijacked and taken over by somebody else. 
Ferber has said that he thinks whoever had it before this hijacking was genuinely leaking information from intelligence from the US government. He now thinks afterwards, now that it's hijacked, someone else is making fake information up. I think that's a very interesting claim. Remember, if Ferber was behind this, he can't exactly claim it. If he says, yeah, actually, it was me, the whole lie falls apart. Now, we're going to cover the hijacking in the next episode, but just keep in mind, Paul is one part of the web of people that are possibly behind QAnon. We haven't cracked the case yet, but certainly I think this is a very good lead. Before we wrap this episode up, I want to go over something I was sent recently by another Q researcher. It's a video by a guy called Steve Pachenik. Other Q researchers I've spoken to about this aren't particularly interested in it, but it seems fishy to me on some level as it did to the guy who sent me it. Have a listen. On November 1, 2016, Hillary and Bill Clinton and their entourage of assistants affected a civilian coup. In contrast to the usual concept of a coup where the military is involved and takes over the White House and communication centers, very much like the scenarios you see in a movie, this coup was done silently and very effectively through two methods, corruption and co-optation. The Clintons have been involved in co-opting our White House, our judiciary, our CIA, our Federal Bureau of Investigation. In order to stop this coup, we in the intelligence community and others involved have informally gotten together and with their permission, I am beginning to announce that we've initiated a counter coup. We're going to stop you from making Hillary the president of the United States. And at the same time, we will convict and indict the president of the United States, Loretta Lynch, and many others who were involved in the cover-up of the massive corruption that occurred under the Clinton Foundation. So, as you just heard, Pachenik is making this wild claim that the Clintons are operating a deep state coup and that secret members of the US intelligence community are trying to stop it. Sounds a lot like Q's first posts on 4chan. Remember, we went over them at the beginning. Well, this video by Steve Pachenik was published on November 1st, 2016, a year before the first ever Q drop. So, who is Steve Pachenik? On his website, he says that he was the principal international crisis manager and hostage negotiator under Henry Kissinger. He claims to be that and an action-adventure spy thriller author working with people like Tom Clancy. As far as I see it, Pachinik is your archetypal right-wing conspiracy theorist and political US boomer commentator. He enjoys airtime on Alex Jones' Infowars, where he claims him and his network helped to get Trump elected. He is a diehard MAGA operative. Here he is speaking to Infowars in March of this year. But let me ask you this, because to the, to the general population and to the layman out there, it looks like now this is the storm about to hit. So I think the average American asks, now what is the deep state response to them about to be exposed fully and, and perhaps even put in jail. It's over. Basically, we're not even answering it because it's so childish, so immature, so ineffectual that this is the reason why we were able to be so successful. 
Now, I don't actually think that Steve Pachenik was behind the initial Q drops on 4chan, but he's certainly within the QAnon universe now and could have inadvertently influenced whoever the first Q poster was with the things he said in these videos. It's perhaps worth noting as well that both Paul Ferber and Steve Pachenik follow each other on Twitter and that Ferber has tweeted in praise of Pachenik on several occasions. They're both openly invested in anti-Semitic conspiracy theories and they both claim to be part of an insider operation. Now, this is hardly an unusual meeting of the minds in the QAnon universe, but considering Pachenik's Clinton Deep State video from 2016, I think it's worth mentioning. If nothing else, we can see that all these ideas were already out there bubbling in the conspiracy theory pot. It just took QAnon to bring them all together and launch them into the mainstream. It was a team effort, even if it wasn't calculated to be one. I think, again, that it's highly likely Paul Ferber used his conspiracy theory influences to form the Q drops on 8chan. He'd take a bit from here, a bit from there, and spin it himself with cryptic language and the odd intel phrase passed in. That is, as I mentioned, until his empire was stolen from him. Next episode, we'll look at how Q was set adrift once again when HM was shut down. We'll go over Paul Ferber's new insider and on claims, and we'll also start looking into how we think the Q account was hijacked from Paul Ferber. Q Clearance is brought to you by iHeartRadio and Kudata Media. I'm Jake Hanrahan. You can find me online at Jake underscore Hanrahan. That's H-A-N-R-A-H-A-N. This episode was produced by myself with fact-checking by Sarah Hightower. The music is by Sam Black and the sound levels were mixed by Thomas Griffin at Splicing Block. Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. 
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual.